This is Camp Hacker. Come find our show notes and our blog for camp directors and leaders at camphacker.tv. Good day, and welcome to our podcast. This is Camp Hacker, episode 69, recorded on the 23rd of April, 2014. Today's topic is wowing your parents with your final communications. If you'd like easy, automatic, and free updates of this podcast, you can subscribe in iTunes or use the free Stitcher app. This week's Camp Hacker podcast is sponsored in part by Camp Pros Like You, who support us on Patreon. If you've got even one good idea from the show and would like to show your support, you can do so for as little as $1 per episode. We've got some great rewards too, just like you were subscribing to a Kickstarter campaign. Please go to patreon.com slash camphacker. And by the Camp Owners and Directors Association. You provide quality camp experiences for children, helping them grow and gain independence. We help you achieve your vision. Check us out at campownersanddirectors.com. We hope you enjoy the Camp Hacker Show. Hello, Camp Pros, and welcome to the Camp Hacker Podcast. My name is Travis Allison. I run a blog about running a great summer camp at camphacker.tv. And my name is Joe Richards. I'm the executive director at Pierce Williams Christian Center, which is located in Fingal, Ontario, sort of halfway between Detroit and Toronto. My name is Mark Cooper. I'm the full-time camp director at Camp Tamarack, located up in uh, Bracebridge, Ontario. Mark, welcome back. It's great to have you here again. Thanks, Travis. Good to be back. It's awesome. So for those of you who want to hear Mark's words of wisdom or get get uh, inspired by Mark's words today, um, I hope you go check out our previous episode from Mark. We'll put a link in the show notes for how to get um, how to get to that episode there. And so, Mark, I'm, I'm excited to have you back because not only are you um, embarking on summer camp, you're also taking on another big project right now. Yeah, I am. I uh, I just finished my first uh, my first book uh, called Forgettable to Unforgettable: um, How to Become an Extraordinary Leader in Seven Weeks. It's uh, it's great for camp people, great for business. It's really um, a book, a great tool for people who want to train and be, you know, appreciation for their staff and you know, lots of good tip tidbits and stuff in it. Right on. And what yeah. inspired you to sit down and write a book this winter? Um, it's funny because people always say that, don't you have enough to do? And, and, uh, it was another side project. You know what? It was something I always wanted to give back, wanted to share. I've, you know, gone to so many different conferences and, um, I'm just fascinated with leadership and customer service. So, um, you know, studying all the different companies from four seasons to Walmart and all those kind of companies and, um, had all these different ideas. And I said, you know, when I put them into a book and share them and I started a company called wow Mentum. And you know, start putting stuff out there, and just looking to start that up on the on the side when camp isn't running. Right, right. Yeah. And I also love your other side project, Mark. Mark, for those of you who didn't watch our last ep- episode, last episode with him, Mark's a, a, an amazing artist as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, again, I, I don't have. Yeah. If there's not enough hours in the day, so I also do uh, painting. Uh, you know, I love. I love creative thing it's great to have like, an, out, an outlet and stuff yeah. so um do lots of painting i have a couple of different exhibits coming up i'm doing actually a cool live painting thing coming up next week in toronto called art battle which is yeah. you know they post six different artists together like you know in a live painting competition so it's fun that's amazing that's amazing well mark yeah, it's so great cool. to have you here today and and thank you for coming back to camp Hacker. awesome my pleasure right on so today we're going to be talking about um, how we can continue reaching parents in the best possible way. We're calling it Wow Your Camp Parents with Your Last Minute Communications. And we're recording this in the spring of 2014 and um, everybody's getting ready to move to camp. And, and there's a couple of more opportunities for last minute communications with your current families. And uh, I think it's, it's a great chance for you to set them up for an amazing summer and to make them feel confident in your professionalism as a team, um, make them feel confident in your staff and the last chance to really wow them um, and, and make them feel great about, about their choices this summer. Mark, is there something that you do at Tamarack that is your, your last communication with them or two that, um, 
that you, you found work, works really well? Yeah. Um, first of all, when, when we do the communication, I always think it's, it's for us, it's, it's breaking it down also. It's not one general communication because we have, um, we, you know, we used to do one full communication and we found that, you know, we were getting st- certain phone calls still from parents and stuff from first time parents or returning parents or CIT parents. So we kind of break it up, categorize it and really find that niche when we're almost in marketing, when we're marketing to the parents again, yeah. still like, um, so niche doing it niche style so we you know we send out um you know big fans of, of some of the surveys for first-time parents what are you looking forward to what is your son or daughter looking forward to what are your um you know apprehensions a big thing that we like doing is as we're preparing for staff training is sending it out to our parents and ask for their feedback on give us the three things that you'd want us to train our staff on and then we, we share those notes and stuff during uh, staff training. So, and it's really interesting when we get the feedback from first-time parents versus returning parents. It's totally different the responses, and I think parents like that to know that they're making a difference and they're actually being able to to talk to the counselors, yeah. whether it's indirectly or or directly. Yeah. It, so I like that it's it's not one-way communication. You're really engaging yeah. them and getting them to communicate their interests, desires, hopes for the yeah. summer back to you. Yeah, you know, I think that's key. They, you know, people that, rather than just being talked to, it's it's at constantly back. And you know, not everyone's going to fill out the forms. Obviously, that's you know, not yep. everyone does. And sometimes our, our response rate is is way better. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, even a few of them, it is really valuable. They feel like they're part of it. Um, you know, that's something what we started to do. And that was for training. But then we also did one about what are your bigger concerns? What are your what are your what are your kids most excited about? And then. You know what we do. We also forward that along to um, some of our our staff and say, "Hey, there's a huge, you know, category of new campers, or all these returning kids are super excited to, for, you know, water skiing again." And let's talk about what were their highlights from last summer, like all those kind of things we do with the parents. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been really solid. I That's think. awesome. I, I think it's really key to to niche it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to give it, make it to a specific message to a specific group. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, for sure. And do you ever do you have a way of reinforcing with those parents that you do share the messages with your staff? Um, you know that's a great question. We 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 talked about sending out almost like a um we haven't done it yet, but we we are in discussion now. Hmm. Of like, hey, these are based on your feedback. Here, um, here's some of the the sessions that we've come up with for staff training based right. on that. Like, you know. It's, it's we we've done the we've we've taken the the material but we haven't shared it back so right. I think that's probably a good point that we should probably maybe consider doing this year because yeah, I wonder I think it'd be really powerful as a parent to see so even if you put up a, a whiteboard in in wherever you do your training and right. the whiteboard says you know parents parents biggest hope for the summer are these list of things and and show parents you know send post a picture right. of that to parents um, even send it out in an email. Just so that they can yeah. get some, or or reward those parents that actually did fill in the survey, and send it to that smaller group of, of right. Reinforce that. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, for sure. You're I like on. that. Yeah, Joe. What for you? Uh, what's your your final communications with parents look like at Pierce Williams? Our final communication with parents is something that we can uh, we feel that we can always improve upon. Right now, it's essentially a, we have a parent package that we send out, which is similar to what most camps do. Um, and then we're in touch with the parents over email the, 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 the week before they come just to remind them. We, we really, um, I'm not sure that other camps deal with this issue, but sometimes parents forget when drop-off day is, right. uh, which is always awkward. Uh, yeah. And so... I think every, every camp does deal with that. Had, yeah, and so um, our communication looks, it's its a fairly one-way street. It's not something that I think that we excel at. But um, when I arrived uh, at Pierce, which is now, um, this will be my 10th summer, we, you know, we, we chose our battles and, and we do small things in, in different areas each year to keep improving bond camp. And I think one of the things we can do um, is is improve that communication because the the forms and the the parent booklet and and in reality our last communication and this is different for us than most camps our last communication with parents 
is when they're dropping their kids off, hmm. right? So hmm. our parents are on site. Um, they come in, and this is something where um, where we might not like our emails or our we. I love the survey thing that Mark put out and, and asking them. Um, and I was just going to post on Facebook to our page as well to get them to ask now um, what what they want us to train on. But one of the greatest things for us, and one of the things that parents give us the most feedback on, is how we welcome them to camp. So right. we have a. If you've never been to Pierce Williams, which I would take the majority of listeners haven't. Yeah. Um, we have a 180-acre facility surrounded by farmland. So you're traveling through flat, flat farmland in southwestern Ontario. Then all of a sudden, you, you're getting close to Pierce Williams, and there's these big ravines, and you're you know you're driving down the highway, and then you turn into the lane, and halfway up the lane, there's a sign welcoming you. But there's also two or th- one or two staff members there who literally stop you and greet you and say, "Welcome to Pierce Williams." Nice. You know, are you nice. here for this camp? And and they can. And then they, they direct them. They say, okay, well, if you just go straight ahead, there'll be a couple of people who are going to park you. And then Joe and Ika, one of them will meet you at your car. And so as the cars are parked, we have parkers who are – we paint lines into our parking lot with um, with a, a chalk liner, like a field liner, which yeah. is was a tool of the week uh, about a year ago. It's a great thing. <laughs> um, so parents know where to park. And, um, and then – like Ica or I walk up with her clipboard and we say, we, we greet them. We, we greet them and say, hey, what's up? You know, who are you dropping off? Hi, I'm Joe. And, and we introduce ourselves to the camper and to the parents. And then our, our theory is we want to get them in and out as quickly as possible and have them feel like we know what we're doing, not have them feel like that yeah, we're right. unorganized or whatnot. So yeah, um, right. parents, uh, and, and, and part of that wow part and, and part of the, the wowing is, um, we say registrations at 7 p.m. on Sunday nights. In actuality, we are set to go at 6:15. So it, because parents arrive early, right? They want to drop their kids off. They want to get a good bunk assignment. They want to, you know, all of those things. So literally at 6:15, when the first car rolls in, we're ready to take them, and we just we just push them through the line. And the first year we did it, it was so funny that um, one of the first nights we did it uh, at 7:45, this car rolls in, and it's like the last camper. And like, okay, last camper's here, and the parents are looking around as they drive in, like side to side, and yeah. they get out and they say, "Where is where is everybody?" And I said, "Well, you're you're the last camper," and she's like, "We cannot be." I said, "Yeah, you are," and because for years previous they would wait until seven, and then there'd be this big long line, right? And we just. Um, right. We totally reversed that. And she, and she was, she was like, "I need to show up earlier next year now." <laughs> so um, that is really and truly our last communication. You know, we teach our camp or our camp staff how to talk to parents and how to greet the kids and and answer questions. And we have leadership team members ready to talk to parents and to deal with. You know, well, my son wanted to be in this cabin, and we didn't know this boy would be here. Can we be in the same cabin? You know, all of those things that happen when you have parents on site. So that's sort of our, our last communication with parents. That's that's a really great philosophy, Joe, that, that remembering that it's right up to, I mean, your communication with parents really never ceases, but to, to think about it as being such an important part of your training and um, your own expectations of, of your staff and your families, that, that this is a true partnership and we're going to do everything we can to wow them and make their life easier on registration day. I know that... Um, Jack Schott and I from Jack from Camping Coast to Coast, he and I have done a couple of presentations at conferences this year about engineering what we call the Toyota camp, which is really just getting people at camp into the mindset of con- continuous improvement and doing things better all the time. And one of the things that we talked about over and over again is um, opening and closing day or you know the, the start of camp, whether it's drop off at buses every day for day camps or it is... Um, or it's that that arrival at camp and how you can make that process go as smoothly as possible um, and take out as many steps for parents. So it's neat to hear that you've you've got that nailed down, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. It's funny because we'll have actually larger groups who rent us as well because um, we are a, a year-round facility. So we have groups who rent us and and they'll start doing. The groups who have been here for a number of years, we we actually pass on our knowledge of what works, right? To say, 
listen, if you're doing registration in the longhouse, in reality, you need people to point where the longhouse is because it's not right. obvious to people where you're doing registration. So why don't you put someone at the sign, put them in the parking lot so that you can control, you know, where people park. And and it's just the, you know, when, when we hosted our, um, we hosted a national camping conference here in 2008 and the it floored the people when they walked in to see are, you know, to be greeted like that. And I think it's just, it's really important because if you get that right and you get departure day right for us, mm-hmm. um, that takes a lot of stress off the families because right. one of the, one of the most stressful times for families, be it, be it here, be it at a, a camp that provides transportation is when you're dropping the kid off, like at the bus or, yeah. and I've been at buses where, where they don't, you know, they don't have a sign out to say we're this camp. And if you remember the old days at Yorkdale where there'd be like, six different camps picking up kids, you know, how, how do you possibly not put a sign out to say, you know, we're this camp, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yorkdale is one of the big malls in Toronto that's close to a major highway. And so it's, was a very common place for camps to drop off and, or have their pickup for the buses. Um, So, yeah, I can see that being (laughs) just a massive buses and parents and kids with their luggage trying to figure out where everything goes. Mm-hmm. No. It actually happened last year. One of our, our campers ended up on, fortunately, he got off in time, but somehow made his way onto a, another camp's oh, yeah. uh, bus. Right. <laughs> I called the camp director. I said, How wasn't, and there's no check in? Like, right. So, again, <laughs> redoing their, their, their checking policy. Joe, you mentioned something interesting was like that, that first impression, right? Like that's their first time that they're going to see, and that's. You know that wow, that wow experience. Give them something that they don't expect anymore. Like if they are, they're so used to expecting this is how it's done. Adding that extra little bit of personal touch just leaves them such a, such a wow, and, and starts the summer off right. I really like that. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 been a huge thing for us, and and one of the, and slowly we've we've taken some other things out because we used to actually take final payment on a on on that nice. night on registration night. Right. And the right. problem we had with that is this theory that you, what I'm going to do is greet you, no matter how friendly I am with you, or somebody is with you, and mm-hmm. then they say where to go, <laughs> then I'm going to ask right. you for money. Right. Right. Or then I'm going to say you yeah. didn't pay this or that. And so yeah. we we've eliminated all of those things and really want to make it so that parents leave with this impression that, wow, you guys got it going on. Right. Right. <laughs> and I can trust my kids there. So. Right. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, that is. Oh, shoot, you made me think of something really cool. Um, oh, I don't know. Now, I know that um, in terms of, of first impressions, one of the tricks that my wife Beth implemented when she was organizing our opening day registration is that person with the clipboard who's the first. So for us, they would come in and be greeted by somebody, um, you know, partway down the lane before they parked, um, who would just sort of start to po- point you in the right direction, and they check in and some kids, and and it would be our sort of double verification of who had arrived, because not all kids would have to go in. Some, most most of them would have everything done and could go straight to their cabins. They wouldn't have to go into the mess of talk to the administrator, go to the nurse all that and you want to make that as as smooth as possible one of the tricks that um that beth implemented was whoever had that check-in clipboard to say you're in this cabin here are your counselors um was to make a note of how many summers that kid had been at camp already so that right. when they stuck their head in the window they could greet the kid and say welcome back it's so great you're here for your seventh summer that's pretty amazing or yeah. wow it's it's your first time here we're so grateful this is my name. If you ever need any help, make sure you come to me. Um, just something to make those kids and parents perk up and say they know who my kid is. My kid is not just right. a number in this. Um, right. You know, just a one more little kid to go into Birch Bungalow. This is a real person with a real name and a real history. Cool. One of those things that parents notice. I was talking to a camp that... Um, that has long, longer sessions, so a month to seven weeks, um, and the majority of their campers are seven-week campers, and they do something that was really neat. And I don't know if it would be if it work for a shorter, you know, six-day session like Joe has, um, just in terms of getting it all done. But you know, they would have a hundred or uh, less than two hundred campers per summer, and in the first week, they make calls to all of their new families and just let them know how their son's doing and yeah. so check in with them just one little 
bit more personal touch. You know, you're sending your kid away for a, a long-term camp experience, half the summer or almost the whole summer. And one way that they feel it's important to reach out to those parents and reassure them just before they even get nervous is to, to call them and say, your son's doing great. He's got a good friend already. And, you know, he really loves sailing or he really loves climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just a bit of personal information to make them feel comfortable get them settled mm-hmm. in and again say this place knows how to look after my kid mm-hmm. we we do that we we implemented that a few years ago because we had such a, a strong surge of, of new campers so mm-hmm. we call it the you know the 24-hour phone call so yep. every camper you know and, and every camper new camper um gets a form and you know we check off everything from top bunk did he pass their swim badge yep. does he know friends what activities what four or five activities have they done in that first day or two and then it a lot of times it's it's us the directors calling but last year we we brought in our, our section heads too so yeah you know even one step closer to and, and it was new for us because they're a bit younger and something we want to, we want to see how the parents are, are ultimately going to want to talk to us specifically but the feedback we got was wow it was really nice to hear from the actual you know section head who's going to be who's in charge of my kid and and you know the parents were always wait for those calls and we you know you get a lot of them so we spread them out we just make a a phone tree and that's what we do and we bring in you know coffee and donuts and that first night from 7 30 or you know 7 30 to 10 o'clock all new families are going to get a phone call um you know and it's been a really nice personal touch and we what we do prior to the summer also like now we'll also print out a list and do the same thing of just reassuring the parents hey it's it's us just as a reminder um a phone call sometimes for the new families you know bring them the, you know they don't some of them have no idea the process the the traditions that you do you know some of the, the returning families they just come and they're yeah. they're fine they just go with the flow some of them you don't even they don't they, they're like they they trust us they yeah. no like and trust factors already there but these other people they're giving you your kid and we say it's you know i i use the scenario i always say it's you know you're trusting us the whole concept of camping is so foreign to me is when you're you're trusting us to take care of your kid you know it's not like you're lending me your car right and and you know is this so you know the you know, when we make those phone calls, the parents, you can hear in their voice, oh, like it, it doesn't even ring once. Like yeah. they're so they're almost holding their their phones waiting for us to call. And then we say, if there's something else, if you want another check in, then then call or, or send us an email and give us a time. And a lot of times no one takes us up because they've already heard that one that one, you know, uh, phone call from us and that personal touch. And it's, it's really nice. It's, right. been, it's been really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I bet they, they yeah. do really appreciate that. Yeah, and, and and because we also we've created a form, specific form, yeah. where you have you you take those five minutes with that kid and say what what was your favorite thing of today? What was yeah. your highlight? And and we're the thing also, Travis, is that we're we're open and upfront. So if the kid had a really rough day, I'm going to say to the parent, hey, it was a really difficult day, but we're working through it, right? We're not I'm not sugarcoating it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really helpful too. We you know. I know the feedback that we got after we did it the first year was just tremendous, and parents were like, "Wow, that's 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 a wow, right? Yeah. That's a real wow factor. Is that something that they weren't expecting, really?" Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. It's great you've had such good yeah. feedback from it. Yeah, Joe, in a in an ideal world with um, much more time and and a little bit more money, is there a way you would change the way you communicate with your parents? before arrival day i think in an ideal world uh, we live in a a pretty ideal world in my mind and so i think that um i think that when we communicate with parents a lot of it is just putting that thought process in so over the years we've done everything from you know introduce the concept of birthday cards and and the christmas card with uh you know with their cabin photo in it which still surprises parents to this day and and surprises campers and and the the birthday card, the idea that these campers believe that we get together and sign them yeah. for them, yeah. as opposed to the fact that we sign them at the end of camp, those small things. And so I think this is just the next evolution of that, Travis. To really, um, in in our mind, it's it's what is going to set us what is going to set us apart. Um, and so I think that you know, 
the resources, like I think about the, the resources we have and I think about Facebook and, and Twitter and I think about our um, online forums and, and things where we can ask for that feedback and get them communicating. I think that all exists. It's, it's a matter of, of how we, how it's a matter of now using it and, and spending um, last, a couple of weekends ago, I actually spent uh, the weekend with Mark and, um, and three other camp director friends um, at our at our cottage um, on Lake Erie, and one of the things that we were talking about these these um, these websites that Mark uses to announce um, to announce his uh, staff hiring who's coming back, and so there there are websites like Fiverr and and uh, Odesk and Elance, just places where you can you can hire people to do things. And, and the concept of Fiverr really got me. And, and Mark said, you're going to waste a lot of time on this. And, <laughs> and so the, the concept is that you can, uh, you can very much, I can pay somebody five bucks to sing an original reggae song about you know, camp. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, can, I can pay someone um, you know, to, to do anything for five bucks. That that can promote camp in a better way, and and you know post it to our Facebook page or post it on Twitter or, or just have it you know as a surprise for staff when when they arrive. So, um, things like that. I think Travis that. I think what I need is more time. Right? Mm-hmm. I need yeah. more time to. There's so many other things mm-hmm. at, at Pierce Williams that um, my focus has started mm-hmm. to, to move a little bit away from summer camp. Um, and our and more towards our overall the future of our facility which which summer camp plays the most integral part but it's having more time to make these little things and and to add that wow that wow to stuff so i think mm-hmm. it exists and i think the only thing i'm i'm lacking is time um right. but i can find that time by not watching as much tv or not uh mm-hmm. you know taking it from else Right. That was Joe. That was why when we were at the cottage. That's why you know time. We can never. If I could make more time, I'd be a, a very rich guy, mm-hmm. right? Like um, that's why I started using things like Elance or even Fiverr. Like I could create. I could. I could grab a guitar and sing it, sing my own song and video it and upload. But for five bucks. It's just outsourcing to, to people that it's my time is more valuable focusing on a different project or something. And the, the takeaway for that five bucks, I look at the value of, of you know, of five bucks um, and the takeaway is just tremendous. You know, when you, you post, you know, we've been doing our, our head staff announcements and, you know, I, I had a, a literally a guy in Sri Lanka um, dig, you know, walk through a forest, a rainforest and dig a hole and in it he found a a box and inside the box he opened it and it had my camp logo on the back and he read off my unit heads and announced Amazing. his 2014 unit heads. Yeah. It was $5. That's awesome. Like, That's so awesome. Right? So, so using a thing like Fiverr, if you go on it and it's F I V E R R dot com, Fiverr.com. But, you know, doing those little things, like I think we're we're you know all camps we're all in the same business but it's it's creating those wow and that's exactly what i talked about my the new company that i'm launching the wow momentum in the book talks about these wow experiences of that we're all the same so you have to do something that's different you have to make those personal connections you have to you know zig when other everyone's zagging you got to be stand out so it's those little things even like joe's little personal touch and 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 travis like you said when beth said hey welcome back it's your seventh year wow like because yeah. it's easy to create an unwow experience and, and right. forget to make a phone call or forget, you know, call a camper by the wrong name or, you know, don't send out your parents' package on time. All those little things. Parents are – everyone's waiting for you to find, to, to mess up, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but five, five are Elance, Odesk are outsourcing. You know, like Joe hit it right on the head. is It's just time, especially, especially now, you know, come April, May when all every camp director is going like – what did I do in January? Like, where did that month go? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Mark, that is awesome. What a great story. <clears throat> Good thinking. Good thinking. So, Mark, it, it, the same question for you then. If you had uh, way more time and a little more money, what would you do to, to push the communication with parents? Um, you know, it's for us, it, it's consistency, right? It's, it's you know, we... we we start planning and planning and then all of a sudden we're like oh we haven't sent out a, another newsletter 
time. It's it's setting it down, setting those goals, and, and and putting it in our calendar. I think we always have it, and then all of a sudden, you know, something, another little camp, you know, moment comes up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you know, we've done all like things like the postcards and stuff, but you know, I, I think I totally agree with Joe. Like the resources that we have now have never been better. Um, I would just love to do more of it, right? You know, if I had an extra you know, five hours of in my day, but, um, but just being more consistent. Um, I'd also love if I, if I more money or more time, I'd love to do, um, getting some of my staff more involved. So it's not always hmm. coming from head office, right. you know, in the past couple of years, we've done some certain things like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of your kid, a little newsletter called I'm taking care of your kid that went specifically. If you had a seven year old that was from the unit head to the but you know, coming up with other creative ways, maybe uh, doing a video of it instead of a so there's that more of that human connection rather than, you know, getting a newsletter. Uh, parents are going to go, oh, there's another newsletter. Something, I would love to you know have those resources. I think would be cool to do. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Guys, these are awesome ideas. What a what a great um, a great for both of you for sharing and those that are listening and and watching. I think that they'll be thrilled with this week's podcast and and some of these things. Um, are there any uh, any final thoughts or things that you had uh, prepared ahead of time that you want to make sure we share before we move on to our tool of the week? Um. You know, we we also Travis. Well, it, on top of like the the surveys and stuff, you know, everyone yeah. sends out like like Joe said, like the you send out your parents' package, and and for us, it's kind of like also just health reminders, things to look for on your kids. So, you know, hey, just a, a lice reminder, checking for cut, you know, like those health and safety tips. Yeah. You know, we'll sometimes send out these quick little top ten lists. You know, right. I'll ask a staff member to write a quick top ten list. Just now if we're able to do something once a week staying top of mind you know top 10 things on remembering to label top things why why we label your camp your kids clothing those funny little camp quirks yeah. you know we've done you know top 10 you know camp phrases or camp lingo terms what a you know yes. uh, a dining hall is actually your your kitchen table so just even you know we've done, we did for our international staff and then we we also like a full camp you know tamarack lingo book yep um, because there's you know, you get some of these these kids come up and you're saying, "Okay, guys, um, let's we're gonna do a break for the program." And and I had a guy last year who thought he goes, "Oh, is it like tea time?" He was from mm. uh, from England, yeah. and I was like, "No, no, no, it's not break time." Like he thought, "Oh, he's got he gets like 15 minutes off." I said, "No, a break at camp is we're gonna come up with a little skit to do you know right. to announce what program it was." So coming up with a you know top 10 list, fun little core top 10 things from the unit heads, top 10 you know favorite camp sayings, things to look forward to, like keeping top of mind now on a weekly basis and it why we do the top 10 things because like i said i don't sometimes we don't have that time to write a full newsletter and go oh mm -hmm. like oh here we go get another newsletter a top 10 thing top five things just quick bites of information parents are inundated with emails so we like to get in and out just a another thing yeah yeah so Smart. That, that's kind of what we do and health and safety stuff also parents like to know and I think that's what's key for us is, is that health and safety point and, and if we keep, you know, pushing that forward or if there, you know, if now there, if there's any talk from our doc, from our medical team, if they're saying, Hey, you know, this is the new thing, H1N1 a couple of years ago. So yep. here's things to look for and all those kind of things that we do just staying top of mind. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Joe, any, any last thoughts or any things that you've seen in the past that have worked that, um, you know, that have worked for you, Pierce Williams, or any of your other camp jobs? I would just, uh, you know, what I would say is that you can always do something better. Hmm? I think if, once you get into that, um, once you get into that point where, where you believe you're, you're at the pinnacle of your, your game or your, your you know, your, your experience, you're only fooling yourself. And so it's, it's always looking for that one thing to do better. And I, and I think that it's, it's everything from, from how you know teaching the staff how to interact with parents and and surprising people and and this is the this is the the saying has always been you know under promise over deliver right so that if I say registration starts at seven but at six fifteen you come and you can drop your kid off you know that's great um, and so it's it's this constant surprising I never want to. I never want to disappoint anybody, and and that will go a long way with your your camp and your camp parents. If you can just keep surprising them in a positive way, 
be it that little, you know, that touch to that call home or the, you know, the letter home. Uh, when I was at the Taylor Staten camps, we would write a letter at the beginning of the month. We, I say we as a collective we, meaning the staff, mm-hmm. would write a, a letter home to their campers um, um, just before the kids arrived. And then they would write a, a letter at the end of their stay as well. Um, I remember there being a big rush on carbon paper um, because we wouldn't pay for the photocopying of those letters. But, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where those little touches can surprise parents and really, um, really mean something to them. And it's, it's the same as, you know, it's just always being there and, and always knowing that you can do something better, I think is my only, my only thought. There's, there's lots of stuff that works in certain situations, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. I I do have something, Joe, I always ask is how can we get the parents to say, wow, like what's going to surprise you? Wow. Like, you know, every time you say the word wow, I'm fascinated with the word wow. Like, you say it with like, wow, like it ca- you catch them off guard a little bit and added that added value always. You know, if we did this, how can we make it even give them a bit more than they didn't expect and get them to say wow? Right. So, looking out at your process, here's what we're doing now. Why do we do it this way? What else? Like you said, how, what else can we make it better to get them to say that wow word? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a. Uh, there's a book, and I'll put it in the show notes because um, I don't remember the title, but I put it on my wish list um, just this week. It, they did the, some research about customer retention, and, and um, it, although wowing families is a good part of customer retention, they said one of the actually the most effective things was to make it easier for them. Um, the best way to make the the best impression with them is to make their life easier. So anything you can do to simplify things, make it shorter, make it you know simplify their life in any way is the way that um, that you're going to get retention out of your customer service experience. And I, I want to leave that as the the final thought on this. If if you as a camp can think of any way to make the life of your parents easier, you're going to be a camp that leads. You're going to be a camp that sticks out because you have have um, completely examined how everything works and and made it as simple as possible for them and that's going to be something that really sticks out for them so thank you both for your awesome input i've been sketching lots of ideas myself here i'm sure that those who are listening or watching are are doing the same because there have been some great ideas today i want to before we move on to our next section of the podcast i want to take a minute and talk about think camp Think Camp is uh, a day and a half or two day unconference um, just for summer camp professionals, and it's very limited the registration. And um, it, it's an awesome experience where you, as a participant, help set the direction and the goals of the conference. So it's not organized ahead of time. They don't bring in speakers. Everybody comes to participate and to share. And I think you've heard Mark and and Joe talk about their awesome experience where they had in a retreat with with three other camp directors just sharing for a couple of days and, and what amazing ideas they got out of that. And that really is the essence of the Think Camp experience. And um, so those two days are, are based on what you need to learn. And, um, and then as camp leaders, we can facilitate those discussions based on what the, the group wants to learn. And I uh, really encourage you to check that out. Again, registration is limited to 50 people. Um, and it's going to be at Pierce Williams. Joe, can you let people know when the conference is going to be and how they can register? Yeah, you can register um, for the conference by going to thinkcamp.ca. There you can read up all about the what it is, how it's laid out. You can read the testimonials. We had uh, around 22 people attend the first one in 2007, so we're tardy in getting the second one. But in, in this crowd, Mark, uh, Mark, who's with us today, has attended ThinkCamp as well. Um, it's going to be held November 11th, 12th, and 13th, which is a Tuesday night through a, a Thursday at lunch. So it is during the week. It's for summer camp professionals or people who are interested in in speaking about camping. Um, And so just to break it down a bit more, you're going to present a 10-minute or 30-minute section. So 10 minutes on a topic you're passionate about and and you share and you have a chance uh, to sit around with people afterwards and talk about their ideas and, and get more feedback as well. It's it's a very powerful thing. When you read through the testimonials, uh, you'll see. Awesome. So that's thinkcamp.ca, November 11 to 13. And spots are really limited, so make sure you, you get there fast. 
thanks for that show and for being the one to uh, to take the reins and get think camp back up and running again it's it's going to be an exciting conference this fall at this point then it okay. is time for us to move on to our tool of the week tool of the week Those of you watching the first time, our tool is something that each one of our panelists brings to the discussion that helps them become a better camp director. It's been a, a fun discussion today with lots of little tips and tricks and, and tools already. Um, and I've already written down ideas of things to do with Fiverr, Mark. Thank you. Um, but we've asked each, each panelist to come in with their own tool. And uh, I'd like to start off today with Joe. What's your tool? My tool this week is a Brino time-lapse camera. Um, you can find it at Brino.com. That's B-R-I-N-N-O.com. It is a, we're having lots of construction done at camp um, because we want, not because snow blew in a building or anything. Um, and uh, we we're tearing down some old barns. So these barns were built in the 1800s. And then in five days, we're going to have a crew come in and build a new barn. Uh, this is volunteer builders out of Toronto. And um, so I thought it would be really great to, to capture that on video in a time-lapse form. And so I found this, the Brino time-lapse camera. Um, I've had it for about a month now. And the, the value is, uh, there's lots of different outdoor time-lapse cameras. I bought an outdoor case for this one. Um, the great thing about this one is that you can see, um, there's an LCD screen on, there's a screen on the back, so you can actually see where you're pointing the camera. Some of the outdoor time-lapse, you just sort of have to set it and and guess where you're pointing it. Um, and this one's great. It has tons of options. I literally, while, while on the podcast, I upgraded the firmware for it, and now it's got things like you can set it to only take photos during certain times of the day, right? So then you don't get that 12 hours of darkness if mm. you're um, – so you could set it to take from, you know, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. and then start again at 6 a.m. It's a, a great little camera. Um, costs around 150 bucks for the camera, $50 for the case. So I was in for around $200, um, and uh, it's uh, well worth it for, for what we're going to be doing. Nice. That's awesome. Great tool, oh, Joe. Thank you. Love it. Joe, I'd love to see some of the, the footage when you're done. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah please. What, what, that's a great point. We will. Um, I have some footage from the Buckeye Leadership Workshop, and I will post mm. that, uh, and then I'll send a link through to Travis, and he can put it in the show notes because yeah. it'll show you how easy it is uh, to do. It's it's literally a set it and forget it. Um, the four gigabyte memory card that came with it lasted almost twelve hours before it was full. Um, right. But I've now put a thirty two gig of memory card in it, and I think it, I'm going to be hard pressed to fill it. Um, for my time yeah. and oh it runs on four double a batteries and it lasts for um they have some ridiculous amount if you take one photo an hour uh, those four batteries will last you for like a month and a half two <laughs> months so yeah. um yes yeah. cool that'd be funny joe to put it up in a sort of secluded spot and put it on for one photo an hour for the summer yeah, like if you had if you had an it extra turner bucks and you could put one up there for the summer and just let it run. <laughs> if you have an extra two hundred bucks, right? Um, Fair. Our plan is like, we do we do chapels and and di the dining hall just to see the dining hall fill and the dining hall empty will be really cool as well, right? Yep. It's it's there's a lot of possibility and and when we go to two hundred dollars isn't a, a ton of money, but for a small camp like ours, you need yep. to make those decisions carefully, and, yep. and we thought. We can really use this this summer, but I love the idea of just having one and leaving it on all summer um, because you oh, would see man. registrations happen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Be very cool. Very cool. Great tool. I love that. And Mark, you have a, an yeah. app for us. Yeah. So, so the app, you know, going back to kind of some of our staff announcements and stuff, I, I found this this app that I've been using called Image Chef. So it's I M A G E Chef C H E. F yeah, image chef. Um, so it, what it, what's great is that you can you can do just tech stuff on it, and it, it's got all these pre. It's a, uh, it's on the iPhone. I don't know if it's an Android, but it's also on uh, you know online. You can just go you know to the web page. Um, but what I love doing is you take a picture of anything, and, and there's these really fun um, different uh, kind of presets 
little photos that you drop your actual photo in. So whether it's someone, you know, on a billboard, so, you know, your camp logo would look like it's on a big city billboard yeah. or there's a street painter one where you literally just drop your, a pic, I could have a picture of, of Travis and it would be, look like a street, you know, artist is painting Travis's face on. Um, and there's another one where you just type in whatever your word is and it looks like it's someone shaved into the back of their head and it's free. You save it to your phone, you upload it. Um, just fun way of another way of just you know communicate. It's all about the communication. It's a it's saying the same thing but saying it differently. And you know when we sent some pictures out to some of our families, uh, again they went, "Wow, that's really cool." Like, yeah. You know, is there really a street painter painting your camp logo <laughs> downtown? And I said, "No, no." You know, and there's a big concert backdrop. So doing that, you know, I use it for my art stuff. I use it for other stuff, camp stuff. It's really there. There's the the, the possibilities are endless on. So it's Image Chef. It's on the phone. It takes two seconds to uh, to do. To so surprise I actually people. announced. Yeah, I announced one yesterday. Was a uh, uh, one of our staff from uh, the UK, and the pictures of someone reading a book, and you can create the title of the book and the picture. So the picture he sent me a really funny picture of himself, yeah. and I just announced, you know, head of tennis, you know, uh, or head of ropes, uh, Gary Butler, and it looks like someone is reading this book of head of ropes gary butler and it has his picture so just kind of cool fun ways of announcing rather than writing announcing yeah gary butler head of ropes you know yeah, yeah awesome so, uh image chef big fan of it that's great well that's one of the one of the basic basic lessons of of social media is that it's all very visual and anything you can do it, i always i started saying in my presentations now if there's ever a moment where you're sitting down to write something in text to parents think about a way that you could do it visually do it in video, yes. do it in photos, anytime. It'll have way more impact. It's such a, yes. it's a great way to stand out. Um, and I know from the Camp Hacker Instagram account, the the, the images get, get lots of traction and, and lots of likes and things, but when it, it gets really good stuff is when we combine images and words on Instagram. Obviously, it's the same thing yeah. for anything effective on Pinterest as well. So, um so that's a great tool, Mark, to thank. Thank you for that. Yeah, you got it. Right on. My tool is a website called unroll.me, U-N-R-O-L-L.me. And um, just because of my interest in marketing and, and trying to always think about ways we can apply business stuff to um, to summer camp, I end up with way too many email newsletters that come into my box. And that the inbox is also crowded with notifications from Facebook and, and, and all these different things. And, and sometimes I find as I've checked some days, I've got 50 or 60 notifications from, um, from Facebook alone as emails. And I have gone in and trimmed that and changed it. And, and some of the things I do like managing the camp pros group equal a lot of emails to me in a day. And what unroll.me does is it allows you to, it'll scan your email box, find all the newsletters that are there, and then it'll, allow you to decide if you want to keep the email coming directly to you, whether you want to roll it up into this daily email that you get from Unroll. So all of those emails come in one and you can just quick scan through them and open only the ones you want, or you can unsubscribe. And so I went through and unsubscribe to half of them. And then every day I get this roll, what they call a rolled up email from unroll.me with all of the newsletters, notifications, etc. in that one email. So it doesn't come one at a time trickle in through my my email box. And in doing so, I realized that I keep unsubscribing to more and more newsletters because um, when they come in that rolled up thing, I, I look at them and think, this is of no value to me. I haven't looked or read at this in, in ages, so I unsubscribe. So it's been awesome for managing the deluge of emails that I get every day. And, uh, you know, gives me a quick way to scan those things, get the information I need and get out. And it's a free service. So it's at unroll.me if you want to check that out. I like that. It's great. Right on. So uh, thank you very much to to Mark and Joe for being on the show. I want to say that if you've appreciated anything that in any of the ideas that you've heard today, the, the tools of the week or the um, you know different parts of the discussion and ideas from that, uh, I hope you'll go to kempacker.tv slash iTunes and rate the podcast and write a little something as a review about it. Um, we appreciate all of those people that listen and it's helpful for us to know what we're doing right or you know give a bit of social 
proof to other camp pros that the Camp Hacker podcast has been helpful to you. So if you appreciated any of that, please go to camphacker.tv slash iTunes. And that should take you just uh, a couple of minutes. I want to make sure it's as easy as possible for you to remember if you're listening to this in the car or while you're walking the dog. Just camphacker.tv slash iTunes. Take you right there. Um, Joe, I want to thank you for being on the show today. I had some great ideas. Thanks very much. You can, uh, if people want to follow me, mm-hmm. they can look me up at uh, campisbetter.com is our uh, camp website for Pierce Williams. And uh, everything else, you can find me at yoyojoe.com, Y-O-Y-O-J-O-E.com. And don't forget, thinkcamp.ca. Right on. Thanks, yeah. Joe. It's awesome. And um, Mark, where can people follow up with you, find stuff that you're doing, check out your new book, etc.? <laughs> Yeah. Um, the the website is, that's Wowmentum. So it's W O W M E N T U M dot com. Nice. Wowmentum.com. And, and on that webpage, um, there's there's access to the book. And the, um, the book is available on Amazon. It's called uh, Forgettable to Unforgettable. Uh, and uh, it's a great resource. People can also send me an email. I can send them to directly. I have donating uh, about 30 books to the Ontario Camps Association for the big conference coming up. I'll be speaking there, presenting some ideas. Um, my art stuff, if people are, if you want some really nice art for your yeah. camp, um, it's markcooperart.com. I always post on, on Facebook and stuff. Um, but Wowmentum is, is really kind of, that's the training and stuff. And there's all lots of free downloads, fun downloads and stuff that you can print off and use for your camp staff too. That's awesome. So uh, if you are not able to see the show notes, it's Mark Cooper, M-A-R-C, CooperArt.com, and Wellmentum.com. Thanks, Mark. It's been awesome having you on again. Yeah. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Right on. So if you want to get all the stuff, you want to get to the the show notes, find the links to our Tools of the Weeks, to Fiverr, uh, or see past shows from Camp Hacker, um, there's two good ways to to do that. Number one, of course, is go to camphacker.tv slash podcast, and there you'll find the show notes from today and the links. If you want to be automatically notified when new shows come out and you're watching on YouTube, just click the subscribe button down below us. Um, click on like if there is something in, in here that, um, that stuck out to you and, and was really helpful. Uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, the other thing is that you can download the audio for free by using the Stitcher app or, of course, on iTunes on any iOS devices. So thank you very much for watching, everybody. And thanks for the evening, friends. The Camp Hacker Podcast is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for listening. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus.